Welcome, welcome to the Lighthearted Podcast Adventure with four pastors who discuss God, His Word, and some other stuff. This is Pastors, pastors Live, a Rev FM production from Water Springs Church, Idaho Falls. Here now are Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. Hey everybody, it's Friday, it's September 15th, one week away from the Look Up Tour. You My gotta check this out. Get I online, it. check love it out. It. It's gonna be great. Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. We wanna hear from you. We want your questions, comments. Eh, concerns. Uh, Pastors Live at the Rev.fm, and we apologize that we're having some technical difficulties with some of our radio stations. 88.7 is still off the air. Thanks for listening online, for those of you with us online. There you go. And we're having problems with 90.3. We have a new transmitter that's going to be coming there, so that'll solve yeah. that problem. And uh, we're looking at possibly moving to 90, our 90.1 here in Idaho Falls to a full-powered station mm-hmm. and just maybe be done with 88.7 and just cover our valley. But yeah. we're, 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 we're having those conversations now so how, uh, how can our so, listeners be praying for that you guys? uh first of all they could be praying for wisdom for an engineer uh for mm-hmm. god's timing because uh the fcc has to open opens windows for filings oh, okay um, and then also for the provision to make that happen and so yep. we're we're uh, entering into some conversations with some guys so just be praying for us so have a question because yeah. this is really a question out of ignorance do um you know, most americans have kind of this a little trepidation with the initials IRS, right? It's not like you hate them, but you're like IRS, whatever. Do radio guys feel that way about FC the FCC, or is it like, oh no, the FCC is our friend? I mean, I really don't know. Oh yeah, so it works like for me, it works like this: if you pay your taxes, you don't have to worry about the IRS. If you <laughs> right. do, if you do all your stuff, you don't have to worry about the FCC. The FCC actually helps you get stuff done. Okay, yeah. yeah so yeah, for me, so it's I'd, not like an yeah. animosity thing or a fear thing. It's just like, eh, it's just a hoop you have to I, go through. I've, yeah, I've never been. I've never had a problem with the FCC or the no, Secretary of the FCC. I, it's always been really a great relationship for me over the last thirty years. Okay. Um, and so we used to have to be like. Licensed as yeah, we on air personalities. Yeah, yeah, so like right now, what you guys are doing in this space, um, we actually couldn't have done unless everybody would have had their what the three five three or was yeah, it five three five? Yeah, no, three five three. three, five, three, three. I think it was the three. Uh, now, now I don't I remember. remember now. But there was a license that we had to have. You had to pay a fee, and you had to be able to show. That you could control the transmitter, that you knew the rules of the road, so to speak. Yeah. Like you knew what you could and could not could say. Could not say. And, um, yeah. and things like that. Can you imagine and doing so, that nowadays with social media and all oh that stuff? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my well, Golly, and, and we're starting to why. have, and we're starting to have some of those issues when we do films and things like that because there's so much social media out there. And when you're doing like a film, and we're not, you know, we're doing nonprofit film, we're not making any money on it. But like, there's a logo or something in the background. There's so many people doing social media that have those logos in the background and things like that. Now, too, you're you're just like it used to be kind of weird, and so it's like. Like placement things, yeah, like placement stuff like that. Like okay. we're we're always learning, like Beto Honey. Well, Bit of Honey, that was on purpose, and we got permission yeah, from uh, the, the the candy company for that one. We so uh, they we actually did that for Doris. You know how she gives away her little stuff. So when we did this film, we kind of tied that in, and huh. it was very very sweet. So we called the the Spangler Candy Company, who makes Bit of Honey. And I had a wonderful oh, conversation. That was Spangler. That's Spangler. Oh man, and we so, always have Spangler uh, candy canes every year. They right. have the best candy canes. They oh, do sorry. have the best candy canes. But I love yes. Spangler candy canes. <laughs> no, that, that's that, that that's perfectly okay. To I'm say not that. telling you to go get them. I'm saying uh, I like. Them. Yeah. I will go get them. Yeah. Well, and, and it's it, and it's it was really fun because talking to them, they actually sent us a letter giving us permission nice. to use 
Bit of Honey in this short film to honor Doris. Doris, uh, we love Doris. Uh, her health is going pretty fast, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so but she was able to come to the the in house premiere with our yeah. cast and crew, um, and they were they were really good. Nice. And I was talking to some other people. I was talking to some other folks, and they were. It's hard to watch your own work. Like Caleb and I, are, we were we hate watching films that we make. It's it's one of those things, right? Um, and so it's hard to do that. Like I can't. I don't like watching myself preach. I don't like listening to myself teach. Um, somebody asked me, do you listen to pastors live? I said, if I have to. Uh, and a lot of times <laughs> right. it's when my wife is listening. She goes, I want to listen. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, but it just, it grates on me. Um, but it's funny. We, I was, I met somebody out in front of the church, uh, yesterday and they were just saying, oh man, the film, it was, so, I mean, a lot of Christian films are so cheesy and I'm mm-hmm. thinking this was a cheesy comedy on purpose. Right. And they said, but it was so professional. It looked so good. All this stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm looking at all this stuff we did wrong. Right. It's, I can't, you, cause you can't unsee your mistakes, but other people view it in a different way. And so I was just reminded, Hey, remember somebody, you know, people, you can look at your own life and think you're a wreck, but Sometimes other people are looking at your life and like Jesus, he, he sees the good in you. So, Great example yeah. of that, Ty. Yeah. I love that because um, I share with people a lot that, you know, Naomi was a mess, right, in the scriptures. Elimelech's wife, they moved from Bethlehem to Moab. She's a mess. I mean, she is the Eeyore of all Eeyores. You know, don't yeah, call me they, Naomi. Call me call Mara. Me Mara. I'm not pleasant. I'm bitter. But there was something in her that even though Orpah said, you know, her daughter-in-law said, I'm going back to the Moabite gods. Sayonara, I'm out. Ruth said, "Mm, I want your God to be my God, your people to be my people, your land to be my land. Where you die and are buried, I'm going to die and be buried. And there was, even though you can think of yourself in that way and go, man, I am a wreck. Why would anybody want to follow Christ if they were to look at me? Let me tell you something. Naomi was a total disaster, but there was just enough something that Ruth said, whatever this God is that you follow, I want that. I want that for me. I want your God to be my God. And she was born again. She she comes in to that relationship with the true and living God of Israel. So, hey, your light is shining. Let your light so shine before men that they'll see your good works and glorify the Father in heaven. Well, it's like someone when, needed to hear. Yeah, well, it's like when Summer, you know, she sends in that note about marriage, you know, right. kind of where she lives yesterday, there in Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were talking a little bit yesterday about being known yeah. in heaven. Um, and I love what you said that Chuck said, and we're not going to be more stupid in heaven. I mean, right. you know, we're, you know, that idea, but there are things we're still going to be learning in heaven. I think right. that's important. I love that. That we're for still, eternity, yeah, man. for all eternity, yeah. God's going to show us his love and his grace. And, and I, I was having a, a great time preparing for, uh, teaching this coming weekend. I'll, I'll be in Aurora this weekend and. You know, we talk around here a lot about love and we talk about this concept of love or, you know, where John says that all men will know you're my disciples by your love for one another. And then Paul writes to Timothy and he says, Timothy, um, the reason for our instruction is love from a pure heart, a good conscience and sincere faith. And then I was preparing for this message and I just, I, I was, I was led just as I was praying, kind of went and just reread Philippians. And then I, I read through Philemon. And when I got to Philemon and it's Paul saying for love sake, Paul practiced what he preached. And now I can't unsee it. I can't unsee Paul's leaning into this idea of love. And so when he writes to the uh, he writes to the uh, the church in Thessalonica, he talks about 
their love. Mm-hmm. He says, I, I thank God for your love. And you start thinking, wow, here's Paul saying the reason for all our instruction is love. Mm-hmm. Um, he's talking to uh, you know, re- he's talking to Philemon about Onesimus, and he's saying, look, I could command you, but for love's sake, I'm right. just going to ask that you would do the right thing for love's sake. And then when he's talking to the church that he was only with for three weeks, he says to them, uh, he says, uh, man, I just, I'm thanking God for your love for yeah. one another. And it's, it's amazing how a lot of times for me, when I would think about love, I would, I would automatically go to John, you know, first John, that was my, that was, those were my love chapters, right? Because John's the one who talked talks about love through his gospel. He talks about that. But then all of a sudden for the first time, it's like Paul's concept of the our need to and paul was a no mess around kind of guy he says look i hope these two dudes i i hope god i hope satan gets them because they didn't stay with me and so he's this no nonsense he's not going to compromise on truth but he keeps coming back to that central issue of the character of christ which is is love and i just it blessed my heart and and so when we get to heaven in our love for God, I don't think we're going to not know the people that we've loved here. In fact, I, I think we're going to actually probably know more because I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I can't remember names. Could you imagine getting to heaven and actually knowing everybody's names, like the fullness of knowing people? Maybe when we get to heaven, we just have a little, hello, my name is. But I, I don't know. But yes. You want to know what's even... My name was. <laughs> my, my, name was, my name was. But I, got, yeah, but I got a rock. I got a new rock. You know, what's like, cool about like, yeah. heaven is we will know each other without sin. Right? Yeah. How cool and What does Paul say? Right? I desire to know you not in the flesh. Yeah. I don't I don't want to know. Yeah. Oh, that's Dave, you know, the guy that always throws a temper tantrum, the guy that's fat, the guy that's rich. Yeah. He's, I don't want to know you after the flesh. I want to know you after the spirit. Oh, that's I Dave, that. the guy that has the gift of yeah. whatever. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, you know, I love what you're saying, Ty. Today in our reading, I'm going to get it right today. What? <laughs> Did you, ever find, did you ever Breaking find the one news. from yesterday? <laughs> yeah, well, I was looking at the, yes, I had read <laughs> the scripture from the previous day, from Wednesday, oh, okay. about a word fitly spoken, mm-hmm. right, like apples right, right. of gold, oh, yeah, settings yeah, yeah. of yes, silver, yes. and uh, a messenger, you know, a good messenger is like snow on a hot day, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, right, right. <sighs> but we are still having Miles McPherson this April. Good message. Uh, today, 2 <laughs> Corinthians 5.14, for the love of Christ constrains us. Mm. I mean, what a great motivation, mm. right? That's the motivator. Yeah. Well, the motivator is love, and love moves us to our loyalty with God, believing God what doesn't make sense, doing the right and just thing as we obey Him, and looking for His coming because we, we love His coming. We love His appearing. Yeah. We want Jesus, and we, we have a tendency to look towards that. And we we miss out on a lot when we get caught up and we start looking at things of this world, and we start right. falling in love with this world. What are the big three? You know, Paul writes the to the Corinthians about the big three, faith, right. hope, hope, and, and love, love, which is the greatest greatest love. of those. He, he writes to every, every epistle Paul writes to every church that he writes, Yeah, he is focused on faith, hope, and love, faith, yeah. hope, and love, because it's either, hey, you're really killing it in this faith and hope area, but hey, Corinthians, in you're the love nice. area, you're stinking the joint up. Yeah. Hey, to the Thessalonians, my goodness sakes, you, you guys are killing, killing it in the love, love area. And that's why we the, the book that we've, uh, as pastors, are kind of going through currently, The um, Measure of a Man by Gene Getz. Yeah. He also has Measure of a Church, Measure of a Family, Measure of a Woman, great series of books. But um, in this uh, Measure of a Man, he talks about uh, pastoral authority. But in Measure of a Church, 
he talks about faith, hope, and love, and he goes through all of Paul's epistles and points out, hey, this is the focus. So interesting. Like There's that. a great King's X album called Faith, Hope, and Love. I don't know if you remember Man, that. you are just going right I, up the I know, ladder. He's just, he's just killing it today, man. Wrong after yeah. wrong. Hey, so, speaking yes. of fear and love and all of that, check this out. This this comes from our dear uh, friend here in Idaho Falls, whose name I'm not even going to attempt. Yes, I am. Jezebel? G-E-S-A-B-E-L-L-E. Jezebel? Jezebel. That sounds good to me. But an interesting spelling of Jezebel. If we got it wrong, it's... Pastors live at the Rev.fm, yeah, and we will fix know. it on the air. James at watersprings.net. Wow. That's right. Yeah. That'll be good for another couple days. In any case, <laughs> our, our friend writes, our listener writes, hey, we've been studying the book of Revelation, and the question, and, and I'm going to be honest, the, the, the email had an S on the end of Revelation. I'm not even going to discuss it because I'm a nice guy, and I don't feel the need to point that out. Um, we've been studying the book of Revelation, and the question was asked by our adult daughter who was attending ISU. Idaho State University. Right on. Go Bengals! Uh, there you go. Go Bengals. So, uh, orange and red, right? Red and, I mean, black and orange. Rawr. Yeah, Tigers. that's right. Orange and black. Orange and black. Okay. Anyhow. Um, now I can hear back in black playing, which was the beginning of every football game. So, yeah. So. Seriously? Oh, beginning of every year. Yep. They come out in their black See the things uniforms. you miss when you follow Notre Dame? <laughs> so, their adult daughter goes to ISU. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. No! Okay. Oh. So, Oh, uh, <laughs> but the, her, their daughter asks, "How will I know who Long the Antichrist okay. is, who the false prophet is? Because I want to avoid falling victim to them." Now, uh, it goes on says, "I don't believe that a medical or financial microchip inserted into your right hand or forehead is the mark of the beast." But answering the question of my daughter got me stuck. So, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I would strongly recommend not getting a medical microchip placed into your right hand or forehead that's just my humble opinion i do think that technology has to come um but it's uh the technology isn't there yet um which makes me think that there's a lot of um time between now and when that actually begins to happen uh in a in an area of worshiping the antichrist i think it's important to remember yeah we are pre-tribulation pre-millennial rapture guys here it's important to remember that nowhere in the Bible does it say the rapture of the church happens and the tribulation begins uh, all within a, a nanosecond of one another. There could be weeks, months, or years between the rapture of the church and the beginning of the seven-year tribulation. We really don't know what the timing on that is. We believe strongly that the rapture will come before the tribulation. Uh, one of the reasons I believe it could happen at any moment Oh, okay. Yeah, it could happen try. any moment is because all the technology does not have to be in place before the rapture happens. Um, but what we know is that those things are powered, and we do know that everybody who receives the mark of the beast will also be uh, inflicted with boils and, and bad stuff. So anyway, having said that, how how will we know who the Antichrist and who the false prophet is so that you can avoid them? Um, honestly, if you're a Christian, I don't think you need to know who the Antichrist and who the false prophet is. In fact, because we're Christians, we are looking for Jesus Christ. We're not looking for the Antichrist. If you're not a Christian, uh, you guys can address that maybe. How will somebody during the tribulation period know who is the Antichrist. I mean, there's an obvious answer, right, with the Holy of Holies and all of that. Right, the At the three and a half year mark, the abomination. But before that, how would somebody recognize 
Because, you know, you guys have all seen the Christian movies. You know, here's the pastor that missed the rapture because he wasn't really saved. Now he's in the tribulation. He's trying to warn people and so forth. How would you know who the Antichrist is? First uh, John 2.22, uh, who is the liar but he that denies that Jesus is the Christ? This is the Antichrist, even that he denies the Father and the Son. That's the ASV. I don't like that translation. I don't know why I scrolled to that. But anyway, I mean, that that is it. I mean, if you, if you deny Jesus... Uh, and you're looking for something else. Uh, I mean, an antichrist, and Paul says there's a lot of antichrist, uh, not the antichrist I'm, I'm talking about, but anybody who is basically uh, seeking the glory themselves or directing people to themselves rather than directing people towards Jesus. So if, you, if your goal is to point people to Christ, the risen Christ in the flesh, the Son of God, the Savior of the world, you're doing the right thing. Anybody else who preaches a different gospel, that's uh, that's definitely something to be leery of. And that would include people who blur the lines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's good that you believe in Jesus. I believe in Hare Krishna. No, no. I believe in this other nope. God. I'm nope. following Baha'i faith. I'm nope. doing this. But it's good that you believe in Jesus. No, because if you point people towards Jesus, he's the one who made that absolute statement. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father no. except through me. Right. right, so he's very exclusive. Right. Exclusive, and, absolutely. And I love what Pastor Ty says. It's narrow. It's direct. It's yeah. it's accurate. It is. Right. I love. I, what, I, I don't like using that that idea. Uh, yes, narrow is the way, without question. Right. Wide is the way which leads to destruction. But God is being specific. It's this focused. is how you get to me. Yeah. But I love what yeah. you said, Pastor Ty. Numerous way. times yeah. you said, if I give you directions to my house, you're going to have a specific pathway to get there. Don't don't complain that there's only one way. Rejoice that there is a way. Right. I love that you've said that. I'm going right. to quote that forever. But if I if I'm coming from if I'm going from here to Ty's house, it really bums me out that I didn't I don't get to go through Blackfoot. Well, <laughs> right, because he lives nowhere near Blackfoot. Why would he confuse you by saying, "Hey, go south for several miles and then come back north for several miles"? Why <laughs> would he do that? You just That's, raised a point, Pastor Dave. Our God is not a God of confusion. Boom. There's nothing yeah. confusing about it. It's clear. Right. Well, so any <laughs> yeah. really literally, you right. could say. Anything that confuses you or blurs the vision of Christ alone is, by definition, antichrist. Yeah, right, not the antichrist, but it's antichrist. But well, yeah, when you it's when you put it's when you put the in front. It's right. like, and you have to understand, it's the Satan in the scriptures. Right. It's yeah. the antichrist. It's the false prophet speaking of a specific entity at that point. But the spirit of antichrist, which is what the quote that James was right, giving, that's yeah. a whole there point. Are many, there are many, right, uh, like antichrists. Right. In that uh, sense. One of the things that I would encourage you to do is um for for anyone because the question was how how will we know if if we're in the end times right well i think the adult daughter was saying how will i know right. uh, specifically how will i know who antichrist and false prophet is so that i can avoid falling victim to them it right. sounds like someone is right i may be wrong it sounds like someone is saying okay mom and dad i'm not a christian so according to you i'm going into the tribulation tell me how to recognize them so i can avoid them Here's right. the best way right now. Recognize so, Christ and, and give your life to him. Right. Boom. That's the one right now. Hey, you could go to the Will Graham look up tour. You can go to the there Will Graham look up tour. 100% right there. That's but what we're talking about. In the end time, if you are left behind and you do not love Jesus Christ and repent, you're probably going to agree with the things that the Antichrist says and you will be swayed to him. So if you want to identify who he yes. is, then you need to have discernment yeah. and that starts with a relationship with Jesus Christ and there still will be Bibles left and, 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 by and the, the way, word of right. God. The socialistic right. fascism that will come under the rule 
of the Antichrist is going to seem really good for a little it's while. It's going to be very yeah. appealing. It's going to be it's super very, very good. Be very appealing. And remember, he's going to be filled with Satan. Yeah. And Satan is a silver-tongued liar. Yeah, yeah. He, from the beginning. Yeah. I want to point something out. Um, and this is a this is something that I guess I guess it's becoming a theological pet peeve of mine is people when they say the mark of the beast the mark of the beast the mark of the beast that's all they say they don't remember the context there are three things that you can receive from the antichrist or the false prophet number one is the mark or because the 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 Greek word is in the text mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so you have or the name of the beast or the number of his name and it goes on and it's a here is wisdom let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast for it is a number of man his number is 666 so this this idea like this chip that chip this thing that thing I, look, I remember when debit cards were the mark of the beast. Right. Mm-hmm. I remember when social security numbers were mark of the beast. Uh, barcodes are marks of the beast. Um, and so, and I, I've seen all kinds of things. What these things are, these this concept of this stuff is going to align you with the kingdom right. of the Antichrist. Yep. And so if you're aligned with the kingdom of Christ... You don't have to worry about being aligned with the right. kingdom of this world. And so it, you have to yeah. re- remember that. All those Re- things you just yeah. mentioned are just identifiers, and that's yeah. the point. You're right. identifying yourself right. with his kingdom. Yeah. So my heart is marked. Uh, by the way, the Christian's life should be marked by what? Love. 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 Absolutely. That's the fruit of the James, James uh, sorry, sorry, John 13, 34, and 35. Jesus says, a new commandment I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you, right? For all men shall know that you are my disciples by your love for one another. That's our identifier. It's our, it's our Nazarite long hair. Yeah, it's, it's it, that's our identifier is love. Right. And, and don't confuse love with acceptance of sin or don't, don't confuse those yeah. issues. Love is the, is the other option. I'm not going to hate you. I'm not going to affirm your sin. I'm going to love you, which means I'm going to tell you the truth. But I'm going to love you in that way and tell you the truth. And that's Paul right. was the same way, man. Paul said, "This yeah. is the truth." Man. Love is not desire. There's two different things. Our, oh, that's a good. Our, yeah, that's a good. Our point. culture thinks love is just desire. What I want sounds like a Monday conversation. Yeah, it does sound like a Monday conversation. <laughs> and we'll come back to that on Monday. Hey, we're out of time for today. You're loved. Your family. God bless you. And we'll talk to you then. Bye. Pastors Live is a Rev FM production from Idaho Falls, Idaho, and is made possible by the Ministry of Greenhouse Coffee. Send your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. Then listen for their response on another episode of the lighthearted podcast adventure, Pastors Pastors Live. Live.